what is gross domestic product gross domestic product is the total monetary or market value of all the finished goods and services produced within a country's border in a specific time period as a broad measure of overall domestic production it functions as a comprehensive scorecard of a given country's economic health though gdp is typically calculated on an annual basis it is sometimes calculated on a quarterly basis as well in the us for example the government releases an annualized gdp estimate for each fiscal quarter and also for the calendar year the individual data sets included in this report are given in real terms so the data is adjusted for time changes and is therefore net for inflation key takeaways gross domestic product is the monetary value of all finished goods and services made within a country during a specific period gdp provides an economic snapshot of a country used to estimate the size of an economy and growth rate gdp can, can be calculated in three ways using expenditure production or incomes it can be adjusted for inflation and population to provide deeper insights though it has limitations gdp is a key tool to guide policy makers investor and businesses in strategic decision making understanding gross domestic product the calculation of a country's gdp encompasses all private and public consumption government outlays investment additional to private inventories paid in construction cost and the foreign balance of trade if the of all the component that make up a country's gdp the foreign balance of trade is especially important the gdp of a country tends to increase when the total value of goods and services that domestic producers sell to foreign countries exceed the total value of foreign goods and services that domestic consumption buy when this situation occurs a country is said to have a trade surplus if the opposite situation occurs if the amount that domestic consumers spend on foreign goods is greater than the total sum of what domestic producer are able to sell to foreign consumers it is called a trade deficit in this situation the gdp of a country tends to decrease gdp can be computed on a nominal basis or a real basis the later accounting for inflation overall real gdp is a better method for expressing long term national economic performance since it uses constant dollars for example suppose there is a country that in the year 2011 had a nominal gdp of 100 billion dollar by 2021 this country's nom- uh, nominal gdp has grown to 150 billion over the same period of time prices also rose by 100% in this example if you were to look solely at a nominal gdp the economy appeared to be performing well however the real gdp would only be 75 billion dollar revealing that in actuality an overall decline in real economic performance occurred during this time type of gross domestic product 
GDP can be reported in several ways, each of which provides slightly different information. Nominal GDP Nominal GDP is an assessment of economic production in an economy that include current price in its calculation. In other words, it does not strip out inflation or the pace of rising prices which can inflate the growth figure. All goods and services counted in nominal GDP are valued at the prices that those goods and services are actually sold for in that year. Nominal GDP is evaluated in either the local currency or US dollar at currency market exchange rates to compare countries' GDP in purely financial terms. Nominal GDP is used when comparing different quarters of output within the same year. When comparing the GDP of two or more years, real GDP is used. This is because in effect, the removal of the influence of inflation allows the comparison of the different year to focus solely on value. Real GDP Real GDP is an inflation-adjusted measure that reflects the quantity of goods and services produced by an economy in a given year, with prices held constant from year to year to separate out the impact of inflation or deflation from the trend in output over time. Since GDP is based on the monetary value of goods and services, it is subjected to inflation. Rising prices will tend to increase a country's GDP, but this does not necessarily reflect any change in the quantity or quality of goods and services produced. Thus, by looking just at an economy's nominal GDP, it can be difficult to tell whether the figure has risen because of a real expansion in production or simply because price rose. Economists use a process that adjusts for inflation to arrive at an economy's real GDP. By adjusting the output of any given year for the price levels that prevailed in a reference year called the base year, economists can adjust for inflation's impact. This way, it is possible to compare a country's GDP from one year to another and see if there is any real growth. Real GDP is calculated using a GDP price deflator which is the difference in prices between the current year and the base year. For example, if prices rose by 5% since the base year then the deflator would be 1.05. Nominal GDP is divided by this deflator yielding real GDP. Nominal GDP is usually higher than real GDP because inflation is typically a positive number. Real GDP account for changes in market value and thus narrows the difference between output figures from year to year. If there is a large discrepancy between a national's real GDP and nominal GDP, this may be an indicator of significant inflation or deflation in, this, in its economy. GDP per capita GDP per capita is a measurement of the GDP per person in a country's population. It indicates that the amount of output or income per person in an economy can indicate average productivity or average living standards. GDP per capita can be stated in nominal, real or PPP, purchase power parity terms. A basic interpretation 
per capita GDP shows how much economic production value can be attributed to each individual citizen. This also translates to a measure of overall national wealth since GDP market value per person also readily serves as a prosperity measure. Per capita GDP is often analyzed alongside more traditional measures of GDP. Economists use this metric for insight into their own country's domestic productivity and the productivity of other countries. Per capita GDP considered both a country's GDP and its population. Therefore, it can be important to understand how each factor contributes to the overall result and is affecting per capita GDP growth. If a country's per capita GDP is growing with a stable population level, for example, it could be the result of technological progressions that are producing more with the same population level. Some countries may have the high per capita GDP but a small population, which usually means they have built up a self-sufficient economy based on an abundance of special resources. GDP Growth Rate the GDP growth rate compares the year-over-year -year change in a country's economic output to measure how fast an economy is growing. Usually expressed as a percentage rate, this measure is popular for economic policymakers because GDP growth is thought to be closely connected to key policy targets such as inflation and unemployment rates. If GDP growth rate accelerates, it may be a signal that the economy overheating and the central bank may seek to raise interest rates. Conversely, central banks see a shrinking GDP growth as a signal that rates should be lowered and that stimulus may be necessary. GDP purchasing power parity. While not directly a measure of GDP, economists look at purchasing power parity to see how one's country GDP measures up in an international dollar using a method that adjusts for differences in local prices and cost of living to make cross-country comparison of real output, real income and living standard. How to calculate GDP? GDP can be determined via three primary methods. All three methods should yield the same figure when correctly calculated. These three approaches are often termed the expenditure approach, the output approach and the income approach. The expenditure approach. The expenditure approach, also known as the spending approach, calculates spending by the different groups that participate in the economy. The US GDP is primarily measured based on the expenditure approach. This approach can be calculated using the for following formula. GDP is equal to C plus G plus I plus NX where C is consumption, G is government spending, I is investment and NX is net export. All of these activities contribute to the GDP of a country. Consumption referred to private consumption expenditure or consumption spending. Consumer spend money to acquire goods and services such as groceries and haircuts. Consumer spending is the biggest component of GDP accounting for more than two-thirds of the US GDP. Consumer confidence therefore has a very significant Bearing on economic growth, a high confidence level indicates that consumers are willing to spend, while a low confidence level reflects uncertainty about the future and an unwillingness to spend. Government spending represents government consumption expenditure and gross investment. 
government spend money on equipment, infrastructure and payroll. Government spending may become more important relative to other components of a country's GDP when consumer spending and business investment both decline sharply. This may occur in the wake of recession. Investment referred to private domestic investment or capital expenditure. Business spend money to invest in their business activities. For example, a business may buy machinery. Business investment is a critical component of GDP since it increases the productivity capacity of an economy and boosts employment levels. The net export formula subtracts total export from total import. NX is equal to export minus import. The goods and services that an economy makes that are exported to other countries less the import that are purchased by domestic consumers represent a country's net export. All expenditures by companies located in a given country, even if they are foreign companies, are included in this calculation. The production approach. The production approach is essentially the reverse of the expenditure approach. Instead of measuring the input cost that contribute to economic activity, the production approach estimates the total value of economic output and deducts the cost of intermediate goods that are consumed in the process like those of material and services whereas the expenditure approach project forward from cost the production approach looks backward from the vantage point of a state of completed economic activity the economic income approach the income approach represent a kind of middle ground between the two other approaches to calculate gdp the income approach calculates the income earned by all the factor of production in an economy including the wages paid to labor, the rent earned by land, the return on capital in the form of interest and corporate profits. The income approach factor in some adjustment for, for those items that are not considered payments made to factor of production. For one, there are some taxes such as sale tax and property tax that are classified as indirect business taxes. In addition, depreciation, a, river, a reserve that businesses set aside to account for the replacement of equipment that tend to wear down with use is also added to the national income. All of this together constitutes a income's national nation's income. GDP versus GNP versus GNI. Although GDP is widely used metric, there are other ways of measuring the economic growth of a country. While GDP measures the economic activity within the physical border of a country, whether the producer are native to that country or foreign-owned entities, gross national product GNP is a measurement of the overall production of people or corporation native to a country including those based abroad. GNP excludes domestic production by foreigners. Gross national income GNI is another major of economic growth. It is the sum of all income earned by citizens or nationals of a country regardless of whether the underlying economic activity takes place domestically or abroad. The relationship between GNP and GNI is similar to the relationship between the production out approach and the income approach used to calculate G and GDP. The uh, GNP uses the production approach while GNI uses the income approach. With GNI, 
the income of a country is calculated as its domestic income plus its indirect business taxes are depreciation as well as its net foreign factor income the figure for net foreign factor income is calculated by subtracting all payment made to foreign companies and individuals from all payments made to domestic businesses in an increasingly global economy gni has been put forward as a potentially better metric for overall economic health than gdp because certain countries has most of their income withdrawn abroad by foreign corporations and individuals their gdp figure is much higher than the figure that represent their gni for example in 2019 luxembourg has a significant difference between its gdp and gni mainly due to large payments made to the rest of the world via foreign corporations that did business in luxembourg attracted by the tiny nation's favorable tax law on the contrary in the us gni and gdp do not differ substantially in 2019 us gdp was 21.7 trillion while its gni was 21.7 trillion also adjustment to gdp a number of adjustment can be made to a country's gdp to improve the usefulness of this figure for economists a country's gdp reveal the size of the economy but provide better little information about the standard of living in that country part of the reason for this is that population size and cost of living are not consistent around the world For example comparing the nominal gdp of china to the nominal gdp of ireland would not provide much information about the reality of living in those countries because china has approximately 300 times the population of ireland to help solve this problem statisticians sometimes compare gdp per capita between countries gdp per capita is calculated by dividing a country's total gdp by its population and this figure is frequently cited to assess the nation nation's standard of living even so the measure is, is still imperfect suppose china has a gdp per capita of 1500 dollar while ireland has a gdp per capita of 15000 dollar this does not necessarily mean that the average irish person is 10 times better off than the average chinese person GDP per capita does not account for how expensive it is to live in a country. Purchasing power parity. PPP attempt to solve this problem by comparing how many goods and services an exchange rate adjusted unit of money can purchase in different countries. Comparing the price of an item or basket of item in two countries after adjusting for the exchange rate between the two in effect. real per capita gdp adjusted for purchasing power parity is a heavily refined static to measure true income which is an important element of well being an individual in ireland might make 100000 dollar a year while an individual in china might make 50000 dollar a year in nominal terms the worker in ireland is better off but if a country's worth of food clothing and other items cost three times as much in ireland than in china however then the worker in china has a higher real income how to use gdp data most nations release gdp data every month and quarter 
In the US, the Bureau of Economic Analysis, BEA, publishes an advance release of quarterly GDP four weeks after the quarter end and a final release three months after the quarter end. The BEA releases are exhausted and contain a wealth of detail, enabling economists and investors to obtain information and insight on various aspects of the economy. GDP's market impact is generally limited since it is backward-looking and a substantial amount of time has already elapsed between the quarter end and GDP data release. However, GDP data can have an impact on markets if the actual number differ considerably for, from expectations. Because GDP provides a direct indication of the health and growth of the economy, businesses can use GDP as a guide to their business strategy. Government entities such as the Fed in the US use the growth rate and other GDP stats as part of their decision process in determining what type of monetary policies to implement. If the growth rate is slowing, they might implement an expansionary monetary policy to try to boost the economy. If the growth rate is robust, they might use monetary policy to slow things down to try to ward off inflation. Real GDP is the indicator that says the most about the health of the economy. It is widely followed and discussed by economists, analysts, investors, and policymakers. The advance release of the latest data will almost always move market, although that impact can be limited as noted above. GDP and investing. Investors watch GDP since it provides a framework for decision making. The corporate profits and inventory data in the GDP report are a real resource for equity investors as both categories show total growth during the period. Corporate profit data also display pre-tax profit, operating cash flows and breakdowns for all major sectors of the economy. Comparing the GDP growth rates of different countries can play a part in asset allocation, aiding decisions after about whether to invest in fast-growing economies abroad and if so, which ones. One interesting metric that investor can use to get some sense of the valuation of an equity market is the ratio of total market capitalization to GDP, expressed as a percentage. The closest equivalent to this in terms of stock valuation is a company's market cap to total sales, which is per share terms is the well-known price-to-sell ratio. Just as trade at widely divergent price-to-sell ratios, different nations trade at different market cap to GDP ratios that are literally all, all over the map. For example, according to the World Bank, the US had a market cap, market cap to GDP ratio of 195% for 2020 while china had a ratio of just over 83 percent and hong kong had a ratio of 1769 percent however the utility of this ratio lies in comparing is to historical norms for particular nation as an example the us had a market cap to gdp ratio of 142 percent at the end of 2006 which dropped to 79 percent by the end of 2008 in retrospect these represented zones of substantial overvaluation and undervaluation respectively for US equity. 
the biggest downside of this data is its lack of timelines investor only get one update per quarter and revision can be large enough to significantly alter the percentage change in gdp history of gdp the concept of gdp was first proposed in 1937 in a report to the us congress in response to the great depression conceived of and represented by an economist at the national bureau of economic research at the time the preeminent system of measurement was gnp after the bretton woods conference in 1944 gdp was widely adopted as a standard means for measuring national economies although ironically the us continued to use gnp as its official measure of economic welfare until 1991 after which it switched to gdp Beginning in the 1950, however, some economists and policymakers began to question GDP. Some observed, for example, a tendency to accept GDP as an absolute indicator of a nation's failure or success, despite its failure to account for health, happiness, equality, and other constituent factors of public welfare. in other words these critics drew attention to a distinction between economic progress and social progress however some authorities like arthur ockwin an economist for president john f kennedy's council of economic adviser held firm to the belief that gdp is an absolute indicator of economic success claiming that for every increase in gdp there would be a corresponding drop in unemployment criticism of gdp There are of course drawback to using GDP as an indicator. In addition to the lack of timeline, some criticism of GDP as a measure are it ignores the value of informal or unrecorded economic activity. GDP relies on recorded transaction and official data, so it does not take into account the extent of infor- informal economic activity. GDP fails to account for the value of under the table employment. underground market activity or unremunerated uh, volunteer work which can all be significant in some nations and cannot account for the value of leisure time or household production which are ubiquitous conditions of human life in all society it is geographically limited in a globally open economy GDP does not take into account profit earned in a nation by overseas companies that are remitted back to foreign investors. This can overestimate a com- country's actual economic output. For example, Ireland had a GDP of 496 billion dollar and GNI of 324 billion in 2020. The difference of approximately 100 billion being due to profit repatriated by foreign companies based in Ireland it emphasizes material output without considering overall well-being gdp growth alone cannot measure the national nation's development or its citizen well-being as noted above for instance a nation may experience a rapid gdp growth but it may impose a significant cost to society in terms of environmental impact and an increase in income disparity it ignores business to business activity gdp consider only final good production and new capital investment and deliberately nets out intermediate spending and transaction between business 
by doing so gdp overstates the importance of consumption relative to production in the economy and is less sensitive as an indicator of economic fluctuations compared to matters that include business to business activity it count cost and waste as economic benefit gdp count all final private and government spending as addition to income and output for society regardless of whether they are actually productive productive or profitable this means that obviously unproductive or even destructive activities are routinely counted as economic output and contribute to growth in gdp for example this include spending directed toward extracting or transferring wealth between members of society rather than producing wealth such as the administrative cost of taxation or money spent on lobbying and rent seeking spending on investment project for which the necessary complementary goods and labor are not available or for which actual consumption demand does not exist such as the construction of empty ghost cities or bridges to nowhere unconnected to any road network and spending on goods and services that are either themselves destructive or only necessary to offset other destructive activities rather than to create new wealth such as the production of weapons of war or spending on policy and anti-crime measures source of gdp data the world bank hosts one of the most reliable web based databases it has one of the best and most comprehensive list of countries for which it tracks gdp data the international money fund imf also provides gdp data through its multiple databases such as world economic outlook and international financial statistics Another highly reliable source of GDP data is the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development (OECD). The OECD not only provides historical data but also forecasts GDP growth. The disadvantage of using the OECD database is that it tracks only OECD member countries and a fewer non-member countries. In the US, the Fed collects data from multiple sources, including a country's statistical agency and the World Bank. The only drawback to using a Fed database is a lack of updating in GDP data and an absence of data for certain countries. The Bureau of Economic Analysis, a division for the of the U.S. Department of Commerce, issues its own analysis document with it each GDP release, which is a greater great investor tool for analyzing figures and trend and reading highlights of the very lengthy lengthy full release. What is the simple definition of GDP? Gross domestic product is a measurement that seeks to capture a country's economic output. Countries with larger GDPs will have a greater amount of goods and services generated within them and will generally have a high standard of living. For this reason, many citizens and political leaders see GDP growth as an important measure of national success, often referring to GDP growth and economic growth interchangeably. Due to various limitations, however, many economists have uh, argued that GDP should not be used as a proxy for overall economic success, much less the success of a society more general. Which country has the highest GDP? The countries with the two highest GDP in the country are the United States and China. However, their ranking differs depending on how you measure GDP. Using nominal GDP, the United States comes in first with the GDP of 20.89 trillion as of 2020, comparing to 14.7 trillion for China. 
many economists however argue that it is more accurate to use purchasing power parity gdp is a major for nation's wealth by this metric china is actually the world leader with a 2020 ppp gdp of 24.3 trillion followed by 23 trillion for the united states is high gdp good most people perceive the higher gdp to be a good thing because it is associated with greater economic opportunities and an improved standard of material well-being it is possible however for a country to have a high gdp and still be an unattractive place to live so it is important to also consider other measurements for example a country could have a high gdp and a low per capita gdp suggesting that significant wealth exists but is concentrated in the hands of a very few people one way to address is to look at gdp alongside another major of economic development such as the human development index hdi the bottom line in a seminal textbook economics paul samuelson and william nordhaus neatly sum up the importance of nationals account and gdp they liken the ability of gdp to give an overall picture of the state of the economy to that of a satellite in space that can survey the weather across entire continent GDP enables policymaker and central bank to judge whether the economy is contracting or expanding, whether it need a boost or restrain. If it a if a threat such as a recession or inflation loom on the the horizon, like any major GDP has its imperfections. In recent decades, government have created various nuances, modification in attempt to increase GDP accuracy and specificity. means of calculating gdp also have evolved continually since its conception to keep up with evolving measurement of industry activity and the generation and consumption of new emerging forms of tangible assets